This podcast is a member of WGPRN, WildGamesProductions.com. over to Roland, who seems to be quite confident with his skill and ability. You look down at your friend, the Druidess. You look across, and you're quite impressed with the, the Cavalier from the Moon Sea. But there's some questions and answers that need to be answered. Do you think to yourself, before I make a move? So... I need to ask Roland. Wipe that smug look off your face. It's not the first time you've saved me. Well, friend, what do you suggest? <laughs> I don't suppose I can ask you to stay. Well, uh, it does look like you're going to need uh, in this circumstance. Unfortunately, it sounds like they want more than a go at us. How does ten knights and all my men-at-arms stay? I'll go back to uh, Winter's Hedge and and uh, secure it. Uh, I have a patrol that went to White Plume Mountain. It's only 20 men, and I'm a little concerned about them. I was actually heading up that way. When did you send them? Half a day ago. Now that we know this, I'm a little worried. His name is Kirkland. Kirkland. He's a real pompous officer. He really wants to prove himself, and I'm afraid he's going to get his commander. skill. He's got my best ranger to watch his back to make sure he doesn't do something stupid. His name is Martin Longbow. <laughs> you remember Martin, don't you? Right between the eyes. Badass. He also is not afraid to uh, hand out a spanking to someone that needs one. Kirtland needs one sometimes. Make sure they all come back to me. Fifteen knights and all your men at arms, and I'll see them safely back. Look, brother, I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna I'm gonna saddle up the men. Uh, I think ten ten knights should be enough to hold this fort down. Forty men at arms should have this place within a week built back up the way you need it. I'll leave my engineers. They'll get it done. Is Rickard still occupied or no? <clears throat> Rickard's dealing with some auxiliary stuff. So, ah, uh, damn it. I would have pulled him aside and asked. You can still. No, it's not appropriate at the time. I'm... Shemar... He looks at Roland and knows that if... He, he wants to push for more. It's like, dude, come on. You know... The, his fear is... If he goes and doesn't come back. This is what you're thinking? Yeah. Well. But he nods his head and... Looks to Roland and says... Suppose I'm at your mercy. He looks at you kind of like what you mercy. Leave, what you leave is what you leave. I. What ten knights are not good enough? It's ten knights is an army, my friend. It's mostly peace of mind. You have peace of mind. These <laughs> knights are one-man armies. 
What do you suggest? No. It's fine. You know, in your mind, he's right. These knights It doesn't are... feel that way, though. No, you're, you fin- now you felt... What goes through you now is anxiety. You just went through a very traumatic experience. You really care about the people of the North. Exactly. You're, you're thinking about this, and you think, you know what, he's right. Ten knights and 40 men at arms, these guys can hold this for these guys can do it. For not sure. including the engineers and clerics that are left Oh, behind. for sure. No, it's not a question. It's not a question of logic. It's purely emotional. And then uh, Roland uh, slaps you on the back. Ah, don't be so hard on yourself, Marshal. We know how much you love the North. It's in our blood. You and I will die here, brother. Says. <laughs> Hopefully you before me, old man. If they send me back to my barony, I will die. <laughs> I love this. He goes, I love this job. Why don't you stay up here? Because they promoted me. Don't get promoted. He says. <laughs> Bastards don't get promoted. Don't worry, I'll adopt you, he says. <laughs> Gets on his horse and he says, look, I'm going to rally and talk to my people. Within the hour, I'm, I'm going to have to go. I, cr- I clasp arms with him. He says, strength and honor, brother. Strength and honor. Well met. Yeah. And he moves his horse aside. Gerald, saddle up the men. I want to talk to the crew. And they start moving. People start moving around. I let Rickard know. Here's what's going down. Okay, wait. Rickard? Rickard is around. You want to go find him? You want to go find him? Yeah. Okay, he's easily to be found. And he says, Marshal? My lord, I leave you... Again? The Chimera Mount. Is it going to be guarded? I don't know. How well do you consider yourself at your job? He says, well, I'm considering leaving this place and actually doing the martial rounds, he says, and leaving Roland's men to guard. That's a brilliant idea. Let's leave the women and children to guard. In fact, I think there might be a sharpened arrow or two still left in their knees. Come now. He says, do me one favor. Take your bear with you. He does not listen to me. And you already know... Wouldn't be the only thing around here that doesn't listen to me. (laughs) He laughs. You already know the bear wouldn't stay. He's going to go with you. There's no heaven on earth can stop that bear from following you. <laughs> Holfrick! In the background. And you kind of look around the corner and you see a dragon, a little dragon, playing with, nipping at the bear, and the bear's like playing with it. And the dogs are running around. I reach for, I reach for a They're big all... piece of jerky. <laughs> I toss it one way. I reach for a smaller piece of jerky and I toss it more in the air to kind of you walk up and you start to do that and they, but they're having fun basically anyone who's having fun out of this mess is them yeah. please do not let your lizard singe <laughs> Ulfric's fur <laughs> I don't wash him but he has a nice <laughs> is it fall? no this is spring he has a nice summer coat coming in nothing smells worse than burnt bear it's um, it's I can speak with all of them because speak with them that's right you can so anytime you want to do that, let me know. So I will um, later, and I will annoy you with it. Uh, so um, is this payback for Bugaboo? Yeah. Yes. So Jacob comes out, and he's 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 actually on a crutch, and he comes outside. He says, uh, uh, "Marshall," and there's something in his voice that sounds mature, mature, and he looks very solemn, and he says, uh, <clears throat> "Hendrix would like to see everyone. Today is the day of Shabbat." And then you remember that's why you were praying. Can you kneel? 
I can, but Neil. He he puts his his little crutch down, and he's still wounded, and he's like kneeling down. I pull my sword, and I knight him. He's cavalier first level now, and he gets back and he says, wipes his tears from his cheek. He says, "It's always what I wanted to be." Put my hand on his shoulder. I say, "Sir Jacob." Remember your brothers. I will take care of them, Marshal. He's now officially Cavalier 1. Nice. That's awesome. They all gain levels, all three of them. Sweet. So, uh... Well, two. Yeah, two. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's right. No, that's right. Resurrection. So, <laughs> He's still level 1. <laughs> you, come, you come into the court courtyard, and then you go into the keep itself, and you see Hendrix has got the the people about there's about 28 of them they're in different forms of sitting and kneeling and some are laying because they're still wounded and he's got he's got his armor off he's got his his robes on of the priesthood and he's got this in his incense and he's doing a prayer over all the over if all I the can people. I refrain from having to participate kind of just stand in the back and kind of politely mm -hmm. it's just not my thing so he ends up finishing with the with with the the uh, people, hmm. uh, and you see that he walks over to the people that are dead, and he does an ash cross on their heads, each one of them, and he says a prayer to each one, and then he walks up and he says, uh, "Marshal, open your mouth." <laughs> do you pray to the gods? I'm sure you do. don't reply. I don't know how to reply. It's complicated. You know that this is this is a holiday that both Valinor and the Daedra celebrate. For it is the 12 steps of the Valinor and the 12 steps of the Daedra. Priest, what would you have me say? Open your mouth and receive. You do? I find it funny that the Defender is one, the one we pray to after the battle. And he looks at you like he's not going to take no. <laughs> I should have stuck with coffee. So he insists you put out your mouth? Takes a little while and begrudgingly, but yeah. You take the little wafer, and as doing so, there tends to be a burning sensation in your soul. Hmm. It's strange, you've never had this feeling before, but you find yourself a tear or two coming down your eye, and you almost want to hide it, for something has happened to you, and you can't put a place on it. And then you see uh, Jacob, and he puts one in his mouth, and then he moves and then the cavalier, he takes it. And you can see the cavalier is actually praying. And you look over and something hits you inside. You know this man has lost everything. But what he represents, his, unloyal, his loyalty, his, his skill to protect innocence actually warms you. And that, that there's something that's involved that's more spiritual 
than physical right now. That as silly as maybe ritual is, or as silly as um, how we worship the gods can be, somehow at this moment, with the death and the humility of this whole incident, something from beyond has reached down and touched your soul. No one seems to notice you in your mixed emotion, but you can be sure to see that everyone is feeling in their own way some spiritual feeling. And then the cleric begins to do a prayer for everyone. And what's really interesting, he says a prayer in the old Pharaoh, the original language which you understand, but a lot of people don't. And he's asking for the blessings of El and Isis to lead the path of all here and all that will come to secure life and liberty for all. And then he says, Shabbat. And it ends. Why weren't you here before? Hendrix uh, is bringing some of his clerical tools down on the table and he begins to take his robe off. You see his armor put over on the table off one side. Geramo is still standing in prayer thinking about the losses, thinking about what happened today. He seems to be in continued meditation about what is to come for you have an idea now what the price will probably cost coming because you've seen what happened in the Moon Sea. Oh, yeah. Hendrix turns to you and says, My son. I'm no son of yours. Why wouldn't you be? Why would I be? And then Hendrix just turns and begins to put his stuff in his sack and stuff. If I've offended you, I apologize. He says, I, you have not offended me. And he continues to put his gear away. Well, you seem off put. Seems that you don't believe. But I know you do. No. Don't. You. He bites his tongue because he almost said something he shouldn't have. He says, look. And he grabs your arm. Brother. He looks at you. We serve the same ideal. That is liberty. I do not judge you. Why do you hold to the gods? Because all roads lead to the same place. So why this road? Because if there is nothing after life, then what is death? That is why we live. Then where do we go when we die? Why do we have to worry about where we go if we cannot stay here? Because our purpose is not to stay here. That's why I believe. There's something more than just life here. But the way we live here will determine what we will become after we die. And you stand for something. And I'm trying to encourage you to understand that you are a leader. And he says, if you will not stand, who will? The gods don't come down and intervene in mortal lives and take it all over. They could do that. They want to see what we're going to do. They want us to suffer. That's yes. why I don't believe in the gods. Hendrix says, I don't allow Hendrix says to yes, they do. From me. Do you know why they want you to suffer? They grow bored. No. They want to see what you're going to do. 
They want to see what type of person you are. So are they impressed? Hendrix says, I don't know. You tell me. And he turns from you and begins to load his stuff. I got enough of this. White Plume Mountain, then it is. And he starts to put his armor back on. By the gods. We leave today, Hendrix says. Do, 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 do. Military, rolling, probably four horns. Moving out. Yeah, do you do you look out to the door? That you look would down. Probably, I would probably use that simply so I don't have to answer. Yeah, so you look so out. I'm not admitting anything. You see right. rolling at the head, he sees you up there, and he goes like that. And he tells his men, move! And they start going. They got some wagons. I use it as stuff. an excuse to leave. I'm not saying anything. I know he's right. I know I'm gonna have to prepare my own saddle. There's no way I can come out on top as being yeah the one in charge here. Yeah. So just. Well, Lusa, she would she would walk up to you as you uh, grumpily saddle your horse there. <laughs> I imagine. So you see the druid come in. She seems a little uneasy, but she has a sense of concern for you. For the brief moment, I'm assuming happens before you actually speak. You move just as quietly through the halls as you do through the trees. That's a compliment, I hope. But yeah, saddle. Continues tightening the saddle. She, she doesn't say much. She walks up, you know, quietly, and she puts a wrapped hand on your shoulder. I have supplies. The forest will provide us with supplies as well. I trust in the forest, but bring as much as you can, especially weapons. There's a great bugbear in the mountain. Roll of wisdom for me. Come on. Is your wisdom any good? (laughs) He has a religious moral dilemma. No, no. Alright, it's it's lost on you right now. Of what she's tempting to do. I guess the, the cavalier will come down and say, listen. Okay, you see the cavalier come in now. Now, yeah. yeah. And now Lusa's backing off as she was trying to comfort her nature thing. I understand. You are pained by the loss here. And you felt you could have stopped it. My entire people have been wiped out. I'm not stopping. Get your horse, get your gear, and let's go. Hendrix comes in. How many horses are we going to need, Ranger? Fuck. God damn it. How much supplies did you bring? Hendrix, you mean? Yeah, he says that to Hendrix. Well, I had three horses, and then we took two extra with gear and food. So we have five horses. We probably should take some extra horses and gear with us. Where's that damn mage? That's a good question. Hendrix says, where is that damn mage? He seems to be nowhere when you need him, and he's somewhere when you don't need him. I thought clerics didn't curse. He looks around like, really? What cleric? Hendrix says. He might actually smile at that. I'm a cleric when I'm doing my duties. The rest of the time, I'm mortal. Well, there's only six of us. Pious bastards. Hendrix begins to saddle the horses. And he says, uh, Get out, Mo, my brother. Yes. 
I believe we're going to need probably five extra horses, switch them out to give them rests. Let us get them all saddled. I would say a month of tack just in case. Extra supplies, whatever you can think of, he looks to you. I'm, I'm overhearing all this. Let us it's, get this done. It's stuff he already knows. <laughs> Nature it, always provides my supplies, so I've never had to think about it. Do you know how to ride a horse? Roll another wisdom for me. Do I actually know that? Yes, you do. Of course. I'm a druid. Do I have to count that if it didn't actually roll? Why would you roll? I didn't make it, but I mean, it didn't like it. No, go ahead and roll okay. it. There we go. Hey. I made it. I th Wait, right. hold on. I got to double check it. I made it. All right, so oh uh, your your bear your bear wanders in, and he's woof, woof. Two months rations. He goes woof, <laughs> and he's looking up at you. And it's funny because you know Ulfric re reflects your personality in a lot of ways. Oh yes, of course. So what's happened is is the bear now doesn't want to play anymore, and he's down. And he's sad, and he, you notice that basically that bear is acting like you mm. and you're like or well, I'm acting like a bear yeah so <laughs> you know your thought is am I really that much of an ass that's your thought when you see Ulfric coming in he's moping around Oof. he come up to a horse a horse a little skittish licks the leg moves on you know like a friendly little lick I've got two saddles he's, I'm yeah. saddling it's like <sighs> yeah takes a deep breath Oof. double the rations two extra horses I want extra weapons. Two stable boys rolling by you've never seen, but they're in they're in uh, leathers and they start. Doing they Roland's men. Yeah, Roland's men. Okay. He told you he's gonna leave the auxiliaries because they gotta take care of the knights too. Bearers of Winter's Edge. Yes, sir. Assist these saviors with what they may need. I've given them a list and instructions on what to prepare. Yes, right away. I have a personal matter I need attending. I shall return within the hour. I'll be taken care of and ready for you, sir. They start going about the business of getting things ready. Doesn't look towards Hendrix. How many characters are going? Well, I'm going to go get Circus because I have no idea what's up with him. Okay, but how many characters so far? Six. Six. All of them, yeah. So yeah. One, Six three. and then five extra horses. Okay? Yeah. yeah. That means you can rotate the horses and it gives you the gear and the whole nine yards, right? Pretty much. Ofric's going and the dragon's going, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm is there any over. anybody else going? I can't think of anyone that we should we're bring from stop, a gaming standpoint. We're gonna stop by the yeah. to see your half brother. That's hence uh, I was wanting to bring extra provisions, double the rations okay. and everything. I don't know what's the situation. With no, that. you don't. So you're gonna probably need to take extra peeling potions, healings, everything. That's healings, what I'm doing. Bandages. I have three berries. Yeah. Each berry right. counts as a meal. You say it's useless spell. It is good. Good berries is a good spell because if you're in a dungeon, nowhere to eat. Trust yeah. me. That's a good spell. <laughs> okay, so within... So I is there anything you want to do within the hour or two? I'm looking for Circus. Where, where is he? Where is the bastard? Okay, you see him on top of your keep. You finally find him on the top of your keep. He's reading his book. The f you already know about mages. And he's breathing the fresh air. He's reading his book. Studying. And he's still recovering from, you know, his So wound. I would think... Okay. I have enough wisdom to understand I need to approach this with tech. Yes, and you know that wizards have to read, and you know he got he was in, caught in that blast yeah. that you saw. Does he have any scars? Is he bandaged up? I mean, is he okay? He's well, he got healed, and he probably lost a little bit of hair. You know, so am I playing Sergius or you are? So you're gonna play Shamar? No, I'll play Sergius then. Okay, because you do Shamar better. I can't. You know. <laughs> yeah, I like Shamar. Sergius is reading. 
He goes like this. Right before you talk, he puts his finger up. Wait. Wait for it. Wait. Close the book. Okay. Are we leaving yet? Do I actually need to say? It's a beautiful day. The north is beautiful. I love it up here. Care for a ride. And he gives that cocky smile. Kicks his feet off. Let us go then. How's your head? Oh, jeez. He still hurts. He's holding his head. You know he got caught in that blast, even though you didn't see it. And that blast was major. I mean, the whole wall collapsed and blew up. And he was in the middle of that. Are you fit for travel? Or should I strap you to a mule? <laughs> the mule sounds fun. Oh, trust me, it is. Let's go. <laughs> strap you to the bear. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other instructions I need to give Rickard. I'm assuming... Rickard t- sees you out, and before you I'm get... I'm assuming that's up, not necessarily need for roleplay, just he knows what's going Rickard on. Rickard goes, uh, Marshall, I'm going to leave for a couple days. He says, I'm going to check the farmers. And I'm gonna go check that little that little town, not too far away, about ten people. I'm gonna bring everybody in. So if that hasn't been done already, it should have. It hasn't. So I'm gonna go do it. Rickard says. Do not stay gone for more than a fortnight, please. That'll be too long. I know. So but we know back. how you are. I'll be back. Make sure they all come back. And pack water this time, not that ale shit. <laughs> it's coffee, my lord. Coffee. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> All blends together after a while. Make sure you take that bear with you. <laughs> Gives you a hand. Good luck. I'll see you on the other side, brother. Bastards don't have brothers. And as you get up on your horse, he's already leading on foot. You notice that he's got three quivers loaded. Like that's sixty each. Oh no, it's not. It's no, not he's good. going. He's like he's he's taking. going. <laughs> <laughs> But he's taken a lot to make sure he got enough. So I check in with whoever's in charge, give them the lowdown. Uh, the sergeant or the cavalier says, uh, everything will be in hand. When you come back, the fort will be rebuilt. Marshal, Mary Met, I actually, I'll be with you on your travels. I give him you know, the orc. And he does the same. I don't say anything. You see some of the villagers that. that are okay. They're not villagers. They're just people that wanted to hunt the forest and whatnot. They start, they're helping... With the reconstruct a little bit. If any of them end up, if I end up, if this, this caravan passing through, basically, or the convoy ends up passing through, and it, and it gathers anyone's interest, you know, people actually stop and kind of watch, then I would feel the need to say something. But if they're just kind of going at their way... And no, just you're doing, actually impressed that, you know, here are these... No, they're doing, a, they're doing a better job at managing the crisis than I am. That's right. You see that everything's in hand, and the worries that you had for it, but at the same time, that's Stop. all they can do. That's all they have. Well, they can't. Whereas they I don't feel figured... safe enough to even go back to Silvery Moon, wherever yeah. they're from, because of this threat. Yeah. So they feel safe right now with what they got and what they know, and that's here. So there's more supplies here to take care of an army for a long time. You know that these people will be okay. And heck, these Cavaliers, I mean, experience level between 4th and 7th. And, you know, as a player knowledge, I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty tough. Yeah, numbers. no, no, they're they're you know? re- they're better equipped than before the attack. Yeah, exactly. No, so. and I know that, but it's still that this is my family, per se. That yes, I'm it is. Leaving. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not that they're not protected. It's it's just I won't be there to do the protecting. Yeah, that's what bothers him so much. Yeah, you know, and it's like not that he can't trust the people. It's nothing of like that. It's just so, a, a simple pride issue. You start to walk past the front door of the whole caravan, so we're gonna let the party on the horseback, and then uh, Jacobs at the front. 
and he says, uh, Marshall, something my, my mother gave me, and he hands you up. It's, a, it's covered in leathers. It looks like a flask of some type. You take it? Of course. Okay. You grab it, and you can tell it's... Before I unwrap it, I want to ask No, it. but you can tell it's like a glass within yeah. the thing. What is this, Jacob? If you're in trouble, just drink it. It'll heal you. I smile, and I will let him know it's a genuine smile. Well, he has tears in his eyes. Take care of yourself, Marshall, he says. You too, my lord. Include him on the joke and yeah. pass by. A potion of mod cure moderate wounds he gave you. Basically, what he gave you is what he only had. All right. Kirkland, up in the mountains, the spy of the world, looking for cultists wandering off in the mountains, disturbing the orcs. And now bugbears. Martin. Approaches from a small ravine and river. Lord, we have approaching enemy. There's a mass of bugbears heading this way. Kirtland thinks for a moment. I remember when I was a son, young man, young lad. All I could think of was wanting to serve, be a cavalier. <clears throat> I didn't quite cut it for cavalierhood. But I have noble blood. They took me anyway and trained me. I'm now a knight, aka technically a fighter. Hmm. But my heart is true. I know this will probably be my last fight. Martin told me not to go this far. But these damn cultists, they keep interfering in these hills, going into territories that they shouldn't be. I fell at my obligation to bring everyone back. We haven't found one. We did come across a small group. They were all slaughtered. We're not really sure by who. Bugbears, orc, or marauders. Thirty of them. Men, women, and children all slaughtered. I guess they found their immortality. Well, Kirtland thinks to himself, Well, today, I think today we might face us. Officer, line them up. 20 minute arms line up, spears out of ready. Back row, present, and you see the, the bows come out. The ravine behind the trees start to ruffle. Martin says, My lord, you should go. I'll take command. Kirtland looks at Martin. Martin, take your rangers. Go back and tell them what has happened. Martin goes, I'm going to give you an order, young man. If I have to give you a spanking, I'm going to give you a spanking. Get on that horse and get out of here. I'll control these men. Not today, Martin. I'm responsible for this. Go. Tell Roland. Tell whoever. I'll make way of your of your free agency. Get to the, anyone and tell them what we've seen. Martin knows he can't outrank this young buck. So desperately he wants to knock him out, send him packing unconscious, but knows he doesn't have that authority. Five knights roll up. Lord, we'll get him from the side. Set and present. Then, through the trees, across the ravine, an unimaginable amount of bugbears. One of the men-at-arms, Joseph, remembers when he was a child. He was on the street, 
was a beggar. He knew his only way off of the streets was to join the military. He knew by doing so he'd be fed, but he knew it would cost him his life one day. Kirtland says, present fire! Ten arrows go off into the trees. Couple get hit. Present the next round of arrows. Then it comes. An unimaginable amount of arrows come flying over the, the, the riverside and pummeling them. Martin sees from a distance, shakes his head, and moves on. Guillermo thinks of the time in the Moon Sea as now that you're an hour away from Chimera Keep. The sacrifices of people for liberty. This holy day, this day that you don't celebrate, but is a beautiful holiday for his remembrance of both mortal and immortal. You think to yourself how Hendrix had presented the, the ceremony. It had touched you. It also reminded you of the resolve and the importance to preserve life and people who want to live and live in freedom and peace. Shamar, you're in the front. You're still confused. You know that there's a lot of people counting on you and believing in you. You know that within the next half hour you probably should pick up the pace and press the press the march to find out what your half-brother thinks about what has happened and hopefully he still exists. Hendrix thinks of his father, his life that he had given. He thinks, am I honoring him, my father? I hope I am. Time passes. The day wears on. You press and make good speed, but you're not yet but five hours away from your brother, and it is dusk. It is time for camp. You find a nice ravine, stream. Ravines are bad. That's where people die. <laughs> <clears throat> but there's fresh water. Ulfric's in the water already catching fish. <laughs> this is the place that you're going to camp for the night. So you see Hendrix and uh, Geromo quartering I'm, down the horses. You're grooming the horses, feeding them apples and meat. I'm, trust are fine. I'm trusting you to know the general area, nature-wise, whatever's going on. I don't know if that means you need to cast a spell or go check or whatever. I'm trusting you to just kind of take care of that. I'm sure if the ravine was dangerous, I would have This is the scene it. where you guys are at. That's, That's the scene. So the mountains and, and, and the the uh, uh, White Plume Mountains in the background. Conifer is all about. Okay. So the ravine is this little river. It's kind of open. It's not like you're, you know, trapped. So there's there's wood to be uh, gathered, uh, tents to be set up, yeah. um, watches to be accounted for. You can let me know who's, who's on those watches. I shall take the first watch. Hendrix approaches and says, Marshall, you want me on first or second? What's better for you? Let's see who else will take second. Anyone else willing to take second watch? know that she sees quite well in the dark if you haven't already learned. 
she will chime in. Darkness is, is very pleasant for me. Right behind the druid comes Errol. Yeah, we should and have he says, watches. <laughs> you haven't seen him since the battle. And he says, the fuck's wrong with you? Errol yeah, comes through and says, <laughs> he says, I got the next watch after. There you go. You haven't seen him since. Watch. I got third watch. And how do I know <laughs> that you're not going to go skulking off? You don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hendrix goes, walks up to Errol and hands you your hand. Oh, for like this. Be... Thank like you. He goes, thank you for that help, Ulf. Errol. No problem. Ulfric will be on watch with you. Who's that? <laughs> in the water. Every time he says Ulfric, he always says, he always... A friend. It's a bear. Why don't you put a, why don't you put the bear with the The bear comes speaker. towards the camp and he drops down like three big salmon. And then he goes back on the water. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> He's like... It is back in. He's like, it's back in. Is it rough with him? Oh, he love it. I sit there. And he he I rumbles off back I in the water. I slap him on the behind. Yeah. Go get some more. He's rumbling off back in the water. So you got big old salmons. Errol will actually reconsider. Maybe he'll make a company. Better company than you. So Hendrix says, uh, anybody a cook? Let's see. I know how to cook. I do too. I've got spices. Oh, I really? have good berries. So, uh, shall I insist, my lord? <laughs> he begins the fire. He's going to take the reins of That's... seasoning and oiling down the, the fish. and puts out the pans and begins to... Yeah. So, he thinks about it for a second. I shall take first watch with you. I would like to share stories. That sounds good. Aww. Who has second watch? Lusa the white snake said she'd have second watch. Then Anyone? Hendrix would share it. Now, Sergius hasn't said much. He's quartering down his horse. Sergius, so, He's any, looking at his books. He's I think he would actually prefer a second watch, Sergius. Yeah, but he hasn't said anything. No, he definitely has not. He's, just, he's, he's just been waiting. quiet the whole trip. You think... He's waiting for people to decide. Not so, only that, he's still recovering from that blast. That was a... Oh, of course. That was still... Hen, but Hendrix you know, is claiming second. He'll take the second. Actually, I'll do that. Everyone looks like for the first time Sergius speaks takes in... And Hendrix stands up and he goes, you know, I almost forgot you were part of this party. <laughs> I thought you were mute. <laughs> <laughs> Your words are all too inspiring. Almost like something out of the book. The Hendrix begins to clean the fish, taking their spine out, what are we prepping the pans. What are we cooking today? Oh, this fine evening. Pardon. Salmon, oil, still dried up. onion, and a little some sage. Where did you learn how to cook? Mm. He goes, I didn't earn this for nothing. And he actually, <laughs> I mean, he's a strong man, but he does have like a little bit of a belly. He eats well. Yeah. And by eating well, he's learned how to make sure he eats well when no one's around to cook him anything. So he rips this bread that he grabbed, and it has butter and garlic on. Sergius? Oh, uh, thank you. You're actually very hungry. You haven't eaten since the battle. Famished. Famished, in fact. So the, the already all you guys are getting hungry. The fish is being cooked. Smells wonderful with the sage, the dried onion on there. So, so that's beginning. The tents are going Shamar's up. Shamar's going to make sure. With, I'm assuming with, with Hendrix, he's got. Garamo's helping with the tents yeah. and the horses being fed. Uh, so oh. so uh, Hendrix is going to take third. Two watches, six and six. Oh, it's six and six. Yeah, it's oh. better. Okay. I think Lusa will gather wood and talk to the bear. 
and ask, is is he always like? Oh, so you go out to the you go out to the the lake. So you see the bear out there, looking at you, like sniffs you and like you. So it's looking for fish. So how do you? So you talk with it. Yeah. So what do you say? Okay. So what do you say? I'll cast it as my relaxation time. I'll ask. All right. This is what I'll you, introduce myself. Okay. This is what you do. You look at the bear, and the bear like you, and then you have this this dust that you use. And you conjure the spell, and then you blow the dust towards the bear, and it goes to the bear. And then all of a sudden, the bear looks at you and says, <laughs> Why do you stand there and look at me? Because now, through that dust, you actually hear it talking your language. And we'd be asked your traditional drow. That's the language you're truly comfortable with. Mm. It actually, wow, it does. Wow. I guess I'm surprised. This is the first time I've heard that language in mm -hmm. ages. So... And it I, jumps for another fish. Yeah, I'm more shocked than anything. I was about to give a really formal introduction. Of comes my... up out of fish, comes up next to you, drops a fish, jumps back in the water. So you're kind of taken back thinking about what you're going to say. What else would you like to say? I clear my throat and ask Ulfric, how long have you known Shamar? He looks ever since I was a cub. He's been very good to me. Did he take you in? Jumps for some fish. This is... My mother was killed by poachers that were not allowed to hunt. They killed my mother. And they took some of the my brothers and sisters. Shamar killed them. And that made me very happy. And he took me in and trained me. And I've loved him since. I will give my life for him. And it jumps for another fish. I'm gonna find out all your secrets. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, huh? I'm making notes. This is a little he comes back out, drops another fish. Oh, by the way, how many fish do you think everybody's gonna need? Hmm. Well. This is the first time he's been able to ask a question like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's caught like. Right now. No, well, no, he had three he brought back. He's got wow. two right now at your he's feet. He's got two more. So he's got five. I think one per person, right? They're big. They're like salmon. They're big, yeah, they're big, yeah. Remember with steelhead. Actually, it wouldn't be salmon. It would be steelhead. It's almost like you could probably eat like one fish for two people. I think that's actually plenty. Five, we have six people. Yeah, that might be more than enough. They're good-sized fish. Do you mind taking this back to the camp? Because I need to eat now. Oh, yes, of course. Ulfric's very polite. So... He has to be. Ofer jumps back out in the water and starts grabbing fish, and he's eating them for himself now. And he's got his back to you. It's not that he wants to ignore you. He's hungry. What That's about, what an animal does. What about Norbert? Does he have food for Norbert? Norbert, Norbert doesn't seem to be around. Where is he? You think about it. Wait a second. Since the battle, I haven't even thought about Norbert. Oh, yeah. Well, I did think about him once. I just don't know where he went. He's not with you. Oh, he's not? Is there, like, a call? I don't know. I think there's a call for him. I will go out into the forest and pick some berries and sort of do a little chirping sound that he recognizes. Okay, you go out to find some berries. You have to go about half a mile away from the... Oh, I'm not afraid. No, I know. <laughs> about half a mile from the, the, uh, the uh, camp. Alright, so I'll deliver the fish back, then go do my thing. As you, okay, you deliver the fish, you see her deliver five, three more fishes. They're quite big, they're my fault. They're, <laughs> I'll go to they're steelhead, they're not salmon. I'll go to Shamar, so, Ulfric says hi. 
<laughs> and you're like, and then she walks off to the forest. Yeah, I, did, I, did. I, I look, I look towards William Guillermo. And I say, "Damn bear talks too much." Then you see uh, um, some beautiful berries, wild blackberries, some strawberries out there. Um, they seem to grow wild. Those strawberries are more bitter because it's wild. They're wild. In spring. They're not quite ripe yeah. yet either. But they are there if you need them. Um, you see uh, your creature, Norbert. He's in between the berries. Aww. And you know how they have the little prickers? He's in there itching himself on them. You know, normal humans are really hurt. But he's in there. <laughs> and then he starts to rub his ass on the ground in the, in the berries. And you're thinking, uh, I got to cure disease on him again. He got worms. He's got worms. And it's because what he eats. And you know, you've caught him. What does he eat? Well, he's like a dog, and sometimes he likes to eat the shit of other animals. <laughs> yeah. Okay? He got worms. Cats poop. He got worms. Cure disease will fix that. So, you're all note to self cure disease for tomorrow. Yep. So, he's in the, in the berries, and he's scratching himself hard. He sees you. He purrs, but he's back scratching himself and rubbing his ass across the. I'll pet him. Cure disease for tomorrow. Dragon yes. worms. Yes. <laughs> I make that note, and then they I'm come like, out "Come attacking. on, get out of the berries. I don't want to eat them now." Well, no, there's a lot of berries he hasn't touched, so you can pick berries. They're not all ass berries. I know. Yeah. I don't want any ass berries. After he's done scratching himself, he jumps out with his wings, lands next to you, scratches your your leg. Oh, I wonder if speak with animals actually affects a bunch of things at once. Oh, it doesn't last very long. Two rounds per level. And you're what level? Nine? So, so that'd be 18 rounds. Yeah. Oh, that's 20 minutes. That's 20 minutes, Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, so maybe I could... Can I do it with anybody? I think it's animals, not creatures. Yeah, it's just, there's one called Speak with Monsters. That would be monster. him monster, yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. not an animal. Alright, I was checking. I was checking. Alright, cool. He can psychically talk to you, but oh, really? you cannot talk to him. He has to initiate so he it. Has telepathy. He has a small level of telepathy. Okay. Yes. Well, I'll talk to him in, in common, of course. All right. He's hungry. He knows this is normal. He's hungry. Yeah. So you probably want to take him back to the camp. Of course. I have a surprise for you. The bear has caught fish. And fish. his <laughs> wings go like this. Like, oh, like he's hungry. <laughs> like, let's go. He's waiting for you. Oh, yes. Fishy. All right, let's go. I'm gonna All right, so you're going to go. Dog. So he starts bouncing, and then he jumps and floats, and then back in the grass, runs, jumps, and floats, and cool. then back in the grass. So I pick some berries. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I, I'll pick about, like, 20 berries or so. You can get a small basket full, which would give you about 50, 60 oh, plus. 50. That's a lot. Okay, yeah, so you bring... So an hour later, if there's anything you guys don't do, the druid comes back. You guys are in the middle of eating fish, and she's got this. Shemar eats an entire one himself. Well, the bear actually goes back out and gets a couple more fish. Yes. So he comes. The bear has actually got extra fish for Norbert. Norbert is excited. I and promise Norbert, fish. what he does is he takes the, the fish, he grabs one, he runs off in a distance, throws it up in the air, and blows fire. So it's part of his breath. So it's cooked, <laughs> and, then he, and then he grabs it. So it's like this throwing the fish in the air, and then chunk the whole okay. thing's down. I really don't want you to put garlic because I think Norbert gets really bad gas when you give him garlic and spices. So Brave so Shield that, can't cook his fish. That's all over there in the corner. You see him do that. I and mean, that's over like five minutes. All that happens. And you see that he's itching himself. The wing's up. 
Oh yeah. Also, don't. He's don't himself. Don't Again, get near uh, his butt. <laughs> yeah, cure disease tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't go near his butt. You know the ritual. Am I checking all for a good thing? I eat half of my fish, put garlic and salt on it, and throw it to the. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't give him garlic. You throw it that way, Nate. Wait a second. Does yeah. Shamar notice that he does this? Oh yeah, everyone saw him. Just throw it off. No, no. And then all of a sudden, put... the wings up and it stops itching. It goes down, and all of a sudden you see the grass kind of move. <laughs> And then fly, and then down right where you threw the thing. Yeah. And you see a, a tail up in the air, and it's eating. Who, and then, who did this? And then a wing kind of hooks up. Guillermo? It was Bill. And then the wing kind of goes up, and then it goes down. And then you see it again, the wing up. Itch, 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 itch. Shamar, look, Shamar looks specifically to you and says, even for the moon sea, that's evil. <laughs> you doomed everyone, everyone kind of giggles, you know. <laughs> So uh, Sergio says, "We have the watch settled then." Yeah, Norbert's I get to on sleep all night. Yeah, Everyone exactly. does watch. Sergio says, "I look at him." Isn't that what I agreed on? And I, I said, and I scowl and say, "Why not? You'd be pulling just as much weight as you have been." Sergio says, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> "Just let him do what he's gonna do." He uh, no patience. Puts out a finger. And a light ignites in his finger. But then next thing you know, he removes his finger. And it's a crystal that's floating. And everyone's like, oh, that was cool. It was a cool little magic trick, right? He opens a book. He goes, now, the real weapon needs to be fed. And he's reading his book. And there's a little light. It's not really bright. And the crystal floats. It's a little light. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It's like a floating. It's so cool. So he's reading. I don't understand. I just. I don't mind having watch with. Sergio. All right, and he's well watched. Second watch, you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Second right. can so Hendrix, that. the Druid, and Sergius is on second watch. Do we all talk around the campfire? Yeah, before? this is talk time. So everyone's talking or reading or quiet. Uh, Ulfric is licking himself. Norbert comes over, curls up with Ulfric because he's warm, yeah. and then uh, Ulfric starts to lick him, give him a bath, and then he moves up a wing and, and Ulfric's cleaning under his wing and he's letting Ulfric kind of clean him while he's moving himself around. Shamar's extremely interested in, in William. And as he's eating, he, uh, he, it's probably he wears his emotions on his sleeve, obviously, and you can tell that he's thinking and you're probably, the, the Cavalier is an older gentleman, no? Guillermo's probably an older... No, he's actually kind of like, well, it's 24, 25. That oh, would be so a little same, older. About the same age. Yeah, it's about the same age. Okay. But that is older, because men no, come medieval, to be men no, 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 at 16. No, no, yeah. so. So, uh, so he's a peer, okay. So I'm trying to think of a way to respect him, but I still, I'm, I'm very interested. I don't know anything about the Moon Sea, so you can see on his face there's a very puzzled look. And finally he just, Gives up and he puts his fork down and just make an intelligence roll. Uh, I think that's a f yeah, that's a fail. How much do you fail by? Cinco. Wow, I rolled high. That should have been an attack roll. I would have gotten like super minus. Well, <clears throat> even though you failed, you noticed that on his spear mm -hmm. that he has, he's got it in the ground. Yeah, okay, it's behind him. The spear, you notice is a naked mermaid woman at the hilt where the spear is and the mermaid uh tends to wind down into the actual uh shaft of the spear. shaft of the spear it's very crafted nicely and you, you know you've heard of the kingdoms of the mermen 
in the moon sea. So you look at that and you think again how unique and foreign the moon sea culture is hmm. and that Guillermo is more than what he seems. Although you've seen him in battle and fight, he's quite impressive. There's a much more to this man than you know. So he puts down his fork. He points to the spear. Is that a lover of yours? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's just a symbol of where I come from. The use of the, use of the spear is like a dancing combat. You, you dance with your partner. Of course you kill your partner too. <laughs> How many partners have you had? Very old spear. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. Sergius, you know, Sergius, <laughs> he's laughing while he's reading. He liked that. A page flips. Flink. And he's laughing. Tell me about your country. How do you explain? Is it cold? Is it hot? It's constantly hot. <laughs> Many of the women here, they're white, pale. I'm used to gold and brown women. Nice women. Uh, I hope none of them were technically your spear partners. He looks at you kind of, you know, guy to guy. Uh, water as far as you can see. Where do you come from? You're looking at the very birthplace. Though I assume that's not technically true. We're actually heading closer to home than I would like to admit. Hmm. He goes back to eating a little Sergius bit. Sergius flips a page. And where is home happened to be? He's still holding his book up while he's talking to you. <laughs> flips a page. And where is home to be? There, good marshal. That is more than I've heard him say in the last. You see, you see Hendrix kind of chuckle, <laughs> like he's interested in listening, but he's quiet. Shamar actually stops to think. It's like you know, this might be a. Where we are going, you shall see. It's probably more of my childhood than anyone else has seen. I don't think I can hide it from you. It's plain. I'm not human. Me? I did not notice. Sergius <laughs> <laughs> last by this book. Another page flops over. <laughs> it's like the strangest thing. You know, this if guy's you're reading and then listening to you. If you're gonna be laughing the whole damn time, put the fucking book away. <sighs> he he lowers the book enough where you see his eyes, and he goes, "If I don't read this book, you don't get to experience my power." Puts the book back up. He reads again another page. Flip. He's gonna read it back up my hand. <laughs> no. There's a reason they call me the Kamaera. See, the orcs are proud. We stand above those who we deem inferior. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Do you, do you have any concept of what an orc even is? 
You don't look like the orcs that I've seen before. Huh. So you're talking about the broad noses. And then a flitch pitches. All orcs are difficult to look at. They all look alike. At least they know how to read. Another flip. <laughs> no. My father decided he had, like you, a different taste in women. And uh, spirited himself away with one of those bastard human the fear in. These fair, and I've heard of them. Never met one. <laughs> Not missing much. No, but supposedly my mother was just as finely crafted as the steel. That's what they say. Anyway, the point is, Dad had fun. I suppose Mom enjoyed herself, too. <laughs> Sir, she just laughed another page clips. Hendry kind of chuckles a little bit, but not rudely. Hard let to me, say. Let me being. give you one piece of advice. Pray do tell. You seem very bitter. <laughs> Why shouldn't I be? About your family and where do you come from? Well, not everyone has tanned women, damn it. <laughs> and you should never, ever take for granted your family. Because they could be wiped out like mine. Hendrix, you see Hendrix shaking his head, but it's quiet. Like he's. It's almost like Hendrix and the Cavalier are already starting to build this, like, real good friendship, and he's agreeing quietly with what he's saying. You should put your bitterness aside and embrace your family, for they could not be there forever. You clearly do not know my next of kin. It does not matter. I don't have a next of kin. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That kills conversation. Goes back to eating. Yep. The night wears on. No event happens. People sleep. People study. The food was wonderful. Ulfric ends up in the night curling up with you. <laughs> the dragon's curled up between your legs. Party. Yeah. The dragon did not come to you. You know you have to study cure disease. Yeah. And then the morning arises. It's cold. Who was on the... Uh, Hendrix was on the second watch, correct? With Circus and... Yes. Sergius and Hendrix is preparing breakfast. It's fish again. And this time, there's sweet rolls. Hendrix made sure he got some sweet rolls. And berries. I and we got berries. <laughs> These are spectacular. You have completely outdone yourself. I misjudged you. I'm, I must apologize. Um, I took them from your shed. <laughs> and they are good. I do agree. Hendrix is even more. <laughs> it seems even the gods have a sense of humor. I might become a religious man yet. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Rickard says? <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful morning. It's crisp. Uh, there seemed to be a drizzle. Uh, not outright rain, but a little moist. Um, uh, Guillermo's got all the horses ready, groomed, fed, and you're ready to go. Five hours to your brother. Errol took last watch, so he was awake when everyone was awake. So, but Shamar, Shamar gets up and first thing he has is like is, is Norbert in his hand, and he just comes over and just like, Norbert's still sleeping. He was farting all night because of the garlic, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you grab Norbert. He's still sleeping. Yeah, I'll I'll pet him for a bit. I'll right. cast remove the D's. Okay, he's cured of his worms. Stop eating 
poo. <laughs> dragon worms. Yeah, the worst kind. Fire breathing dragon worms. <laughs> Over Overix back out in the water, all wet and playing with fish. Yeah, let him get his breakfast. We, I mean, I'm assuming that's happening as we're breaking down camp and everything. Yep. And between Hendrix and uh, Guillermo, you, I mean, the thing you notice is Guillermo is really professional trained. I mean, this guy knows how to quarter, set candy. He's a pilgrim. Well, he's been through a lot more so, than Shamar, too. I mean, he knows how to quickly break camp down and get things organized and get the horses at ease. I mean, man, you're ready to go. Impressive. I stop over by Sergius. I hope you finish the chapter. Oh, I'm quite ready. And, uh, by the way, uh, when this shit hits the fan... Don't himself. worry, the dragon will eat it. <laughs> no, he Beside, won't. Besides <laughs> eating the shit... Before it hits you, uh, it won't. And he gets up on his saddle. You know, you're a cocky little cunt. That's what they tell me. Oh, so I'm not the first. No, and you won't be the last. Next time, bend over. Make it easier. Ah! He goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. I like that. Lusa puts her hand on your shoulder. <laughs> So anyway, you're quarter and ready. I like you. He better get smacked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Reminds you of the mages of the Moon Sea. Very cocky. Yeah. Anyway, warm, so fellow. <sighs> Look, he approaches you as as you trying to stay away. I'm on my horse, just like I apologize for my brashness. No apology needed. No, a man must admit when he's wrong. I accept your apology. Thank you. Alright. You're quartered and gone. Two hours on the trip. You're three hours away from the... You come around the ravine, the river comes around, and then you see what seems to be a battle scene. Ah, fuck. But, there isn't anybody living. Shamar hops off first and checks for tracks. Watch this. Before you even hop off your horse, Errol is already in the middle of the dead bodies. Ah, Exploring them. Exploring them. Now I'll explain to you what you see. They're Silvery Moon men. They have been pincushioned by arrows. Ooh, they look good. And the, some of the weapons and armor look very high quality. Nothing that, that you would be interested in, but these are obviously military Silvery Moon men. Are the arrows bugbear-ish? Yes, they're definitely, and there's um, lots so you can of tell them. From afar. And then you're also noticing that uh, looks like a very well-dressed officer. Probably about 12, maybe 15 men in arms. Okay. And it looks like five knights, and they're not always there. They're sort of like two are over there in the water, two are over there, mm -hmm. one was here. They look like they scattered at they, one point. They didn't scatter. What they did is they tried to cut off the bugbears on the attack, mm -hmm. and there was two less of them, and they got mm -hmm. hacked down. So that's what you notice. So you see the group about 50 yards from you, and you can now roleplay that with the group as they start to approach the scene. Mm. Well, I'll stand by the captain, and I'll point at the officer-looking fellow and be like, I found an officer. Shamar gets off, and he has a heavy walk. And Okay, Vermo does the same? Yes. Okay, Hendrix will do the same. I actually wait for them okay, to be Sergius is holding down the horses and stuff, kind of staying back. Yeah. Looks like we're not invited to the club. 
Death has very selective members, after all. Hey, it might <laughs> be one of your guys. Why don't you check it out? I don't know who he is, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. As you start to approach... We're about to find out. Your heart sinks to your stomach, for this is what Roland had asked you to see through. And hopefully he was hoping that this group of soldiers would be alive. And you think that this is probably Kirkland. This is why he didn't give me the 15. <laughs> so you approach. Sure enough, you look at the officer. You've seen Kirkland before. It is him. And he is dead. He's got probably 12 arrows in him. And he's bled out. Hendrix. Do what you would. Make me a intelligence roll for the drought. Oh, you made it really good. Oh, yeah. uh, Don't even check the roll. <laughs> this information will come in a little bit, but basically what you do is Earl leaves mm-hmm. and is already off in the woods and looking around. Yeah, making sure they're not here. This looks kind of fresh, you're right? Che- you're checking out that... You're trying to guess the number. You're going to get a number, but not until a little later. All you're right. in the process of looking that over. That's fine. But does this look like how many days old? I can tell and stuff. Probably half a day. Oh wow! So I'm this also is looking fresh. to make yeah. sure that there's nothing. Still it's about in the a half forest. a day. Yeah. So. So I wander off after pointing out the officer and just walk into the forest casually. Yep. I'm gonna explore that. Okay. Well, you deal with uh, Henry. If uh, you know, as a uh, cavalier and your training, these men need a bury. Okay. So I start. Hendrick starts digging. Uh, shallow I was, graves. I was hoping he would do the blessing, so I could. He's do going that. to, but they're yeah. going to dig the shallow graves first. Well, I'll start digging. Oh, okay. Too. Well, if that's the case. I. Nice. Then you're going to probably get the rest of everyone to come help. Quarter of the horses. I could use a spell to help. Alright. I wonder if there's like, what is it, mud or stone or something. Save your magic. We have another day, don't you? Do books move dirt? Huh? Do books move dirt? He's already getting off his horse. Ah, it looks like I have to do a little bit of work, I guess. Dig the shallow graves. Do you collect anything from any of the bodies? I check them specifically for trinkets of. Make me an intelligence roll. Cavalier, make me an intelligence roll. Can I have a bonus? Since these are men. Tell me how much with. how much you fail by. Well, actually, I'm, I made, made, it by by, made it by four. All right. Uh, the young man who is a frontline spearman, uh, you notice that there's a drawing of his wife. You don't know this man, but not too many people actually pay money to get a drawing of his wife that's on it. Who spots it first? You do. As you're getting the bodies, looking I, them over. I look, do I recognize the wife? No, but you reckon that the name that's on there can, needs to go back to the winter's edge. Because there's probably someone there, and maybe even children are involved, that this is not only a husband, but probably a father. So assuming you're probably right next yeah. to my side, and I, I I'll kind be of... Searching bodies too. Pass it to you to get a look at, but essentially, if we're going to send it, you're the only one who can send a messenger at this point. No, you would probably send a message when you get back. Yeah, hold on. She can just send a bird. Yeah. Okay, but this would have to go back eventually anyway, so I'm not saying you can, but I'm just saying that obviously when you're done with the quest, you're going to go back and give items found. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The other common thing you would take is the Sword of the Noble, because that's the heirloom. Yes, no, that's, that's, yeah. So okay. we, yeah, definitely collect. That's a that's a plus messenger. three, plus three sword of silvery moon. So it's crafted in silvery moon. It's plus three magic. We'll send an animal messenger when we really need help. Yeah. All 
Not yeah, for no, a drawing. That's actually, yeah. No, it's, no, it's okay, not. the rest of them get shallow graves. Um, you don't have the ability to take all this equipment and gear. So the best way to do it is, you know, bury it, come back and get it maybe. Hopefully right. the bugbears won't get it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't so that's probably the best bet. So you're going to spend probably three hours at this site cleaning it up. Mark where we're burying it. Hide the gear. Mm-hmm. What needs not be said is... Okay, Ulfric is pointing into the forest like a dog, and his fur what is, is spiked. What is it, boy? <laughs> Bugbears? You see him really sniffing. He's, he's pointing like your bloodhounds Ulfric, into the forest. What is it? You don't like it. Whatever it is, you don't like it. Pull out my axe. What do I do? I, I, I approach him. I put my hand on him. Mm. He licks you. Then he's pointing into the forest. <sighs> like a bloodhound. Now all you guys are like a little shocked because you know what that means. I mean, no one... Spirit you guys all know what that means. He's not happy. What is it, boy? I feel like I could try talking to him, I but I think him. the You could. Out. Talk with him. You could. She has the ability to do it. Yeah, I have a speak with animals for Do so you want to do it? Yes. I don't want... There's no need to wander into the forest. Nope. So I will go up to Ulfric and ask. Ulfric, what is it? So those damn poachers that went through, they're stealing off the bodies, and they're hiding. The ones that came through our line yesterday morning, I didn't like them. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him, the bear says. Now, the back legs of the bear is going like this. Now, make an intelligence roll. Get a bonus on it. That's, uh, I that's hope, really yeah, I hope I got a big bonus. Uh, How much did you fail it by? Four. You fail it by four? Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, you've seen him like this. It's someone that. He does this when he when he knows there's someone doing something that's not right. So it doesn't necessarily connotate like severe danger, but more of a... Yeah, there's something that shouldn't be there that's hiding or something. You've seen him do this. Well, you definitely met these people before. You so Ulfric starts to move into the forest. The minute I hear that they're stealing from bodies, I'm going in. So well, you don't know that yet. Oh, she hasn't said anything. Oh, I thought she said it. No. Okay. I, said, no. I said that you probably signed their papers. These people, you've met them before. Right? <laughs> move, silent, move silently. Yep. Hide in shadows. So you see the bear going and him go in. I'm, I'm spears out. I'm, I'm going in. I, I got both. So I'm moving silently and hiding. Okay, in it doesn't matter. The night falls you in. The cavalier. Oh, absolutely. So anyway, you see a wagon. Is Errol still in the forest? He's he knows about it, but he hasn't made a move yet. Mm. And you see two people you recognize. I would Jeff. Never, so I I would never you recognize you Jeff. I I want him to. And they got their swords out. Oh, they've already seen us? Yeah. And the one's got the bow triggered right at you. You better make that shot count if you plan on getting out of here. What are you coming at us for, man? I mean, we've been seized by bugbears. Where are your papers? Man, we just fleed, man. We just fleed. Jeff goes, back off, Ranger. Back off. We don't want anyone hurt, man. Neither do I. We're we're hiding from the bugbears, man. They're everywhere. Put the arrow down. Boy. the, 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 The guy with the arrow was like, you put that axe down. I put my spirit on. Man, we don't want to hurt anybody, man. We're just trying to hide from the bugbears. Oh. Put the axe away. Okay, the one puts the arrow. I slowly approach. 
My apologies. Alright, and then the one puts his swords I know away. for a fact that these are poachers, though. No, no. don't. But Rickard told you that he suspected they were poachers. Ulfric's still with me? Yeah. Ruff. He's smelling around. Oh boy, it's alright. It's alright. I'll follow behind Ulfric with yeah. my I approach, I approach them. Intelligence rule for the Druthies. Yeah, oh, this is so awesome. <sighs> you look and you see Errol, both swords up against a tree, and it was caught your eye. He's right in front of you, right behind the men. And you're like, wow, you're impressed. The only reason why you saw it because your eye is used to the forest and trees, and his matrix didn't line up with n- nature. Mm-hmm. And then you took a second look, and man, he was he was blended, man. And he's right. I mean, you're the only one who knows this. Yes, yeah. it's pretty. You actually grin like, "Wow!" And you remember your people, how how skilled they are in these type of Hiding, tactics. Yeah. Yes, I'm surprised. Pretty awesome. I, I love this. Guy. Oh yeah. How, how did you? How did you survive? Jeff goes. We didn't. We hid. You're alive. You survived. We weren't here when it happened. We just saw this, but they've been everywhere. We've been hiding. I'm approaching this whole time. Let me know by a time I'm... You're up. You're up with him. And he put his swords away. Are you hunters? Well, yeah. We Initially, you marched. You signed our papers. We're trying to go hunt. And then all hell broke loose everywhere. I don't remember. Man, the one guy with the bow, he puts the bow and arrow down. And he's just like, oh, this hunt turned into a nightmare. Oh. Do you have your papers with you still? I don't know. I don't know. Jeff, do you got them? Jeff is looking around. On his papers. You can clearly see these guys are they're scared out of their mind. Yeah. Now, you notice that their wheel on one of the wagon is broken. Moving quickly. Yeah, we've been moving quickly from place to place. He's still looking for his papers. I casually just check in the wagon as I'm looking around the wheel and everything. Alright, well, they definitely pillaged and looted the bodies back there. There's all sorts of gear in there. Military gear. How do you plan to get back with a broken wagon wheel? Do you have a spare? Jeff goes, well, now that you showed up, uh, we're going to have to leave it. Do you mind if we tag along with you? Because I don't feel safe. Look, I'm not a great warrior, but I, I know how to use these. He's got a short sword and a long sword. You do realize that we're going into hell's mouth. Look, hell's everywhere. Mouth. Hell is everywhere. I feel like I'm in hell now. And you see his friend just up there. I mean, he's just... Bags are as he's so tired. He's falling asleep as he's like stressed, and the arrow and the bow is is laid on the on the front of the wagon. Are you any good with that? Roll and tell us. Roll. Well, that was a failed fail. Roll one for Hendrix if you fail. That makes it. Okay, good. Uh, you notice that under his Hendrix. cloak. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Eighteen. Both made it. No, Hendrix doesn't know. But the ranger does, right? Yeah. You notice under his cloak, he has the symbol of Teamster. He's a Teamster. What's a Teamster? It's two horses together with a wheel. That means he's actually... Um, you know how to repair this? He's part of the labor guild that runs goods from city to city. Mm. You repair this good man? He's. You can see he doesn't even know you're talking. He's so fucking tired. He's laying back and he's just like... He's rubbing his eyes and... You can tell this guy's like... Literally... He's almost ready to just... Hey. Huh? What? What? You have to fix your wagon wheel. We don't have any more extra wagon wheels. There ain't nothing. Where have you been? I need information about the area roundabout. We lost track. We lost... We don't know where we're at. We're lost. I'm not asking where you are at. I'm asking where you've 
Yeah. Well, Marshall, when we left you, we were gonna go in the northern reaches of the of the of the moon the moonwood. The next thing I found out, uh, he just stops talking. He starts to cry. I don't know. There was death, and we were in a town, and we were we were trading, and then they came out of nowhere, and they just started slaughtering everyone, and then we just ran. We just ran. Children dead. And he starts to cry. Ah, he just starts. Ah, I can't believe it. I don't. I just. I don't know. And then Jeff's like, just calm down, just calm down, man, just calm down. Can we even take them with us? Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say we have to take them with us. This isn't morals, this is safety. They're probably more safe with us. I'm not asking about them. I don't think they're going to mess with us. What town were they in? Um, you know that there's little towns on the outskirts of the of the moonwood. They even flinch. They're like little farming communities of like 25 families or five families, and they farm. That they farm in the so areas. That's what's sad is the moonwood has been attacked. Listen, yeah, I'm very sad. Jeff turns to you, looks at you, like has hope in his eyes, like you know he's. He goes, "I found my papers." He's shaking like this. See his hand shaking. He goes back, moves his hand back. I check over him. Yeah, it's the papers that you signed. Yeah, stamped, and he's legal to hunt deer, and to fish. I remember the date this was signed. <laughs> yeah, four days ago, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you were going to stay a week, correct? Yeah, that was the plan. Just got extended. <laughs> well, can we go with you? <laughs> Look, John, we can go with him. <laughs> we might live after all. Hey, get your sorry ass saddled up. Take what gear you have. They cut the they cut the reins off the horse. They have two horses, so they get on the horses. Within, an... are you injured? Do you need any food? We're hungry. We haven't eaten. Hendrix, we'll have some. So Hendrix, we'll have some uh, fish left over. yeah, <laughs> there's some fish and then some bread, and they're just <sighs> they haven't eaten like a day. They're just eating like crazy, you know. We'll put them in the rear. Oops. Check their wagon just in case. Oh yeah. What's in it? Hmm. What remains of the dead? Check it over a little bit more thoroughly. You see the hunting gear in there and the uh, pilfered bodies with equipment as much as they could carry? You haven't asked him about that, but you already know where that will go. Yeah. yeah. You know. Let's move out. If they, if they are thieves, you'd have to catch them. You couldn't I, pass I legal judgment on I look at both of them, though, and I say, even the North may have mercy. Thank you, Marshal. Thank you. Thank you for, I mean, you gave us our lives. You ride in the back. Yes, yes, of course. And you take last watch. Yeah, no problem, Marshal. No problem. Gets on his horse. Yeah! All right. Um, well, the no. arrow will sort of come from the tree. You didn't even notice he was there. No. Okay, make an intelligence roll. Nope. <laughs> he didn't see it. Yeah, he pretty he just looks like he's been there the whole time, right behind you. He didn't even notice that he was there. Oh, yeah. So anyway, That's what I'm saying. Errol looks like he was just with you guys the whole time. Errol, Errol can move, move 100. It's actually 18, not 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, he is really awesome. What did I give him? 19, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't need a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. So he does if he gets tired, though. I don't think he has a constitution for with anything. Seventeen. Oh shit! Yeah, the man is a horse. Yes, he is. He has a horse. <laughs> I hate to say this, but Earl's becoming the best damn character in the whole party. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> killed yeah, more people than the entire party. Yeah, All right, so exciting. we we keep moving. Okay, you're now twenty minutes. Earl away, was really close to killing you. So away from got bad. your brother's home. Okay. Roll me intelligence roll. And you're now in the, the at the precipice of the spine of the world. Made that one. Big okay, time. there is an army. And you could tell it's bugbears who have moved through this area. And it looks right to the heart of your brother's home. Now, in your mind, it worries you. No one else has seemed to pick it up yet. Lusa. Mm-hmm. Motions to the ground. Clearly, the force did not lie when it told me that bugbears were passing through. As we get closer to the White Plume Mountain, I... Fear we will discover more of them. <laughs> Alright. Everything's cut there. The day of Shabbat.